0: Morning and welcome to KLE. This is the podcast where kingdom leaders are equipped and we have again you are with Sean and Steve. We are the partners in slaying your sacred cows.
1: <laughs> yeah. There we go. <laughs> like I said bovine butchery.
0: <laughs> the bovine butchery. There we go. We, um, our disclaimer is we take no responsibility for upsetting any condition of the mind you may have and for any thinking that you may currently um, indulge. Um, no, we are all about, um, I, actually I thought, you know, this morning I thought, I was up early having a cup of coffee, Steve, and I thought to myself, you know, I, I think I should just like introduce the concept, or not the concept, the, the idea that, um I met you in 1999, was it 99 or did you come out in 98?
1: I don't remember, it was a long time ago.
0: It was a long time ago. I think it was beginning of 99. Um, Probably. You came out and we were at the Apostolic Battery in Cape Town and we, we did, um, but I, I, no you went on that trip, no you went on that trip. No, okay, so I met you in October of 99 in Texas, and we went then to Arkansas and did the river trip down the Buffalo river for seven days. And, right.
1: um, I was and, at the camp at, at the battery though, too. Did you? Yeah. yeah. But later
0: that was the, then, uh, I think it was only the other dude that came, um, that year. I mean oh. that first one, the first oh, one, the
1: first one. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Only the other dude came, but then you, you, uh, you did come the, the next, the next year, so, but we met. We met then first um, in Marshall, Texas, and then from there we went camping in um, where was that Hartford, hey, Hartford, yes. Arkansas, and then we went um, kayaking down the river. And um, I just want to tell you folk is that uh, Steve and I just connected. You know, it was it was a strange time because I was like trying to find my way around the. uh the people and what was going on and all the rest of it and Steve just really really came to my aid um, in so many areas uh, especially down the river trip because I'm like the six foot five guy and they gave me a tent that is five foot two and um, <laughs> I
1: remember that yeah
0: and so I I would sleep with my head pressed out one end and my feet pressed out the other end and um, and it was, it was cold day. it was getting cold at night and my beaten head would freeze, and I picked up a, a some kind of bug, so I was like all fluey and whatever else, and and I didn't have the right, and the, none of the equipment worked for me, and so uh, the the sleeping bag was also about five foot two and a half, and um, and so uh, Steve organised a, a bigger. Uh, uh, sleeping bag for me and, and got a bigger tent for me, or he, I think he, he helped me with out with his tent. So, so, um, and so our, our, um, our relationship of,
1: um, I think you used my kayak too.
0: Did I? Yeah. yeah but,
1: Cause your back was hurting. Oh, and- that's right. You had,
0: yeah. You know, the, that, that bug, whatever it was got right, right into my back and it yeah. just, uh, it affected everything. So yeah, it was, um, that's right. You had that little, that little like kind of seat thing in there that supported my back, which was right. a big help. Anyway, from from that point onwards, um, you know, Steve and I would just get to talk and and uh, and share. And then after we went through our darkest nights, we began to. <laughs> We 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 would share all our uh, uh, right through their difficulties, talking to each other, encouraging each other, and uh, and uh, just reminiscing on why we are what we are. And and I think that's that's something I really did want to say, Steve. Is that you know people often think that that we're against stuff, and it's. We are, but but it's not for that reason. We we're not just trying to find a hobby horse to jump on to be some kind of unique message, and you know, and, and that what what Steve and I've been through, what we are here. This is a journey of many many years, and it's not just the Lord's encounters in our life. I, you know, it's it's, and, and this is what you need to understand: is oftentimes God takes you through a storm, or you go through a storm or you experience a storm and and you, you know Satan wants to use the storm to destroy you but God uses it to approve you and so right. you come out the other side with lessons learned so from the storm comes a story and you 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 engage you not engage but you learn a story through that process that, that are lessons learned and then God seals you in a sense with a message with 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 a conviction with with something that becomes a mission and a passion in your life and 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 what what we've been through what Steve and I have been through and and very not 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 the same but we've been through some similar experience with some of the same people and and therefore you know we've come out very passionate about how things are done and how leaders lead and how the church is to be built—not not not, um, not to destroy it, not to manipulate it, not to control it, not to come with men's ideas and men's views of things, but actually to see the King building His church and us as builders participating with the Lord and building it correctly based upon what, what the scripture says. And, and Steve and I have had this journey together where we've, we've looked at these various things. So um, anyway, so that's just like by way of introduction, you know, just to keep everybody informed of who we are and why we are. So um, let's take it away, Steve, on building the church again, um, his way, the way Jesus wants it built, the way the blueprint he, he saw you know okay let's let's start here this is um Jesus says to his disciples, "Who do men say that I am? Take it from there.
1: Holy cow, you just opened up a whole Bible <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you know the incident is Jesus says to his disciples, He says, "Who do men say that I am?"
1: Right, right. Yeah, some say that you are, yeah. But no,
0: Jesus, yeah, he asked them, who do men say that I am? Yeah, so right. carry on.
1: Um, it's funny because you can even realize that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And, um, you know, it, it like he said to Peter, you know, flesh and blood hath not revealed this to you, but your Father which is in heaven. The The thing is, Peter still didn't have uh, an, an idea Uh, who he was or who Christ was as the son of God at that point, even though he said that, uh, he still, when Christ died on the cross, he still said, Oh, I'm going back fishing
2: boys.
1: (laughs) And just went right back to whatever it was he was doing until Christ appeared to them again. Um, And i thought so many times about how, you know, I can acknowledge or mentally acknowledge christ and being the son of god and being being king of kings being lord of lords being whatever and if 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 i don't have that um not just a revelation but but something that changes in my heart to where i'm not going to touch anything myself anymore I, the the word that i kept coming to me while you were talking there was eunuch yeah and and the fact that we've there are some men that are made eunuchs by, by men. There are some men that are born that way as eunuchs. And there are some men that have made themselves eunuchs for the kingdom of heaven's sake or the kingdom of God's sake. And, um, the, the thing about a eunuch is he cannot reproduce after his own kind. He cannot, he, he has no capability of doing that. And, uh, it's interesting that even in the old Testament, what, what the king did is he would set a eunuch not only over his finances but over his whole house and especially over his bride or his harem and so because he knew that the that the eunuch wouldn't touch the um, the bride for his own purpose or his own sake, uh, because he couldn't he couldn't reproduce after himself anyway, and I don't know whether it was out of shame or what it was but but a eunuch would not try to would not try to woo the bride away or would try to uh, take the wife for his own purposes or initiatives. And so I guess that's the thing that kept hitting me over and over again is that, um, because we, both of us have seen this so many times in, in, in our lifetimes as far as just men uh, that have tried to enact their own purpose upon the church or the bride of Christ and um, to realize that, that we are eunuchs for the kingdom of heaven's sake, we we are not to reproduce after our own likeness and image, but to but to give them the very as it says in Matthew the the sower soweth the seed, uh, which is the word sperma. Uh, we're to give them the sperma of God, which reproduces after His likeness and image. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, if I if I can't give you the sperma of God, if all I do is give you my own ideas, my own goals, ambitions, desires, giftings, anointings, whatever uh, then then I'm trying to reproduce something in you that's of me rather than Christ and I guess that's what got me as as you were talking there and just kind of explaining because my mind was going back through you know our history mm. and um, I that word just kept coming back over and over again as eunuchs he's he's taught us not just taught us but he's cut off the ability for us to, reproduce after our own likeness and image um and that i guess that takes me back to another thing where he says i'm not gonna you know you're not supposed to be circumcised in the flesh anymore but yes. circumcised in heart." Yes. and i've thought about that so often in relationship to the unit because circumcision circumcision of course is cutting off the outer skin so that um so that it does not touch the sperma or the sperm as it comes out. And, and so that it, it, everything stays clean and, and whatever, besides the covenant, you know, there's a practical application of, of the actual circumcision. Yes. The interesting thing about circumcising heart is he cuts off that outer flesh. He cuts off the flesh so that when the sperma of God comes out, there is no flesh That touches that sperma of God, so that it reproduces after His likeness and image in your life. Yes, and that's that's what He, as I watched the progression, as you were talking about it, I thought that's what He's done this whole time is is He's been circumcising our hearts to where there is no little bit of flesh hanging on to where we reproduce after our own selves. Yes, Uh, even though Paul said, you know, I you know, I'm going to give you not only Christ, but part of my own self also, uh, you know, we can't avoid giving somebody ourselves as well. But if I'm truly crucified with Christ, my purpose and my, my whole ambition and desire is not to give you me. It's to give you Christ. Yeah. Um, anyway, You told me to jump off, so I jumped.
0: (laughs) No, it's good. No, it's it's absolutely that's um, that's absolutely right. You know, I'm thinking. um, I'm just looking for that scripture in um, in Philippians where Paul talks about that, and he says, um, 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 "Where is that?" But where he talks about that, it's a circumcision of the heart, not a circumcision of the flesh. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. Anyway, I can't. I can't see I didn't
1: even know that was in Philippians. Yeah, I forgot. I I just knew it was somewhere between the introduction and the maps in the Bible. <laughs> Some somewhere between creation. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus yeah. coming back.
0: No. Yeah, somewhere in there. Somewhere between that. Um, Yes. It's in in verse uh, chapter 3, verse 3 of Philippians, he says, For we who are, and I'm reading from the Amplified, who are born again, have been reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, set apart for his purpose, and are the true circumcision who worship in the Spirit of God and glory and take pride and exalt in Christ Jesus and place no confidence in what we have or who we are in the flesh. Hmm. So. And, and yeah, I think, I think that's, that's ultimately what we are, you know, is that the true sonship, mature sonship before God is, as we see in Hebrews chapter one, is that Jesus was the, the reflection of God's glory and the representation of the full nature of who God is. And, and, uh. So in his flesh, in his flesh, the son of God reflected and represented his father.
1: Right. And yeah, it, says, it says there in in King James, the express image, yes. which is one Greek word, as you know, C-H-A-R-A-K-T-E-R. Yes. The character. The, the character, yeah. Of yeah. So, um, you know, that that's... Uh, that's who as we become the express image we don't say here look at me here I am here's all my here I, here I am in all my glory worship me while I sing yeah uh, you know it's it's let me show you my father
0: yeah and the word character actually um I looked up the 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 Hebrew sort of whole thing about that. And, and the, you, you know, like a typewriter, the old typewriters, I know that right. might be okay for some people listening right now. You might not even know what a typewriter looks like, but anyway, it looks like, looks like a computer, but it doesn't have a screen. Okay. It's got these like little lead ar- arms with little lead figures on the end that, that have the symbols of the alphabet and various other keyboard symbols and you would hit the key as hard as possible well not as hard as possible depends how old your keyboard was but your typewriter was but you'd hit it and this thing would come up and then bam it on the on the page and leave this indelible through through a little ink ribbon that would run um, along as well and so it would hit the ribbon onto the page and it would you make an indelible mark on the page um, with that alphabet or that symbol, etc. And and character is nearly like that. It's like this bam, bam, bam on the keyboard, and and so it's making this indelible mark
1: hmm. on
0: you, on your character, until you are ref- reflecting who he is. Right or, right or like a or like a, a copper bowl where you beat it out so it's got a shape you know in africa they they be, they take a, a sheet of, of copper and they beat it out to make a bowl or whatever and they shape it out nicely and 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 that's how we've been shaped by by the spirit of god by the word of god by the by the yeah just god working into our character and and to until we that's maturity, isn't it? I mean, until right. we come to the place, the standard of maturity is representing and reflecting, at, as the you know, in the you full know, leisure,
1: isn't you it? You know, it's interesting about the the whole reflection thing, and and a wife is supposed to reflect her husband. Um, you know, she is the glory of her husband, um, and, and you think about just the the way it says. Um, that there is, there are certain different celestial bodies, um, you know, and, and there's the stars and the moon and the sun and, you know, each one has their own glory. Each one has their own ability to show forth and to shine forth. And, and, um, Jesus Christ said, while I'm yet with you is still day, but night comes when no man can work. Yes. So while he was yet, while he was yet with them, it was day. Yes. But he says, night's going to come when no man can work. So I'm going to leave, and you're not going to be able to work. Night's going to come because I'm not going to be here anymore. Yes. And, um, but it says, yet there's a glory uh, of each type of celestial body. There's a glory of the sun, glory of the moon, and each one has its own distinct glory. In Genesis, it says that he, he made the sun to rule the day and the lesser light, or the moon, to rule the night. So Jesus says, while I'm yet with you, it is still day. Night comes when no man can work. Mm. Are we in the day right now, or are we in the night? Well, he's not with us, so we must be in, in the, the night. Yeah. So, in other words, while the sun yet was yet with us, it was day. But night comes when no man can work what rules what was created to rule the night the moon the stars. Yes. yes and how does it rule the night by reflecting i mean
0: it's got no light of its own it reflects
1: right. sunlight yes to the degree and measure in which it reflects the sun is the same degree and measure in which it, re- it will rule the night yes the only thing that gets in between the sun or the moon's ability to reflect the sun and to rule the night is when earth or the earth or world gets in between you and the sun. That's right. And so our ability to rule the night, which we are in right now, is determined by the ability we have to reflect the sun, not, not our own ability to have our own light or anything else. Even though he said, you are the light of the world now (laughs) because Because we're to reflect him, we're to reflect his light. It is Christ in you, that same, the Messiah in you, the hope of glory. You're to reflect this same glory, the same power, the same strength, the same might, the same mind that is in Christ Jesus. Let this also be in you. And uh, the degree in which we reflect the sun, Christ, character, nature, whatever, is the same degree and measure in which we're going to rule the night. That's right. So anyway, just kind of a fun little, um, as you look into that, the different glory that different things have that were created Yeah. and you go, man, I was created for this time. I was created to rule the night. This is what I'm here for. And yeah, everything's getting darker and, and whatever, you know, everybody's always saying, well, it's so bad, you know, that it, the night is here. And I mean, it's just, it's so dark and the world is so dark. Yeah. But you were created for such a time as this. Exactly. To rule the night. Yeah. Yeah. And the darker it gets, the brighter
0: you shine, you know, the clearer right. it. it's um, in, in, um, in, uh, when, when the plagues were hitting Egypt with, with Moses bringing the plagues into Egypt and, and, uh, it's it, it, one of them was supernatural darkness. I mean, it was so dark, light couldn't even shine. Uh, it was so dark and yet in Goshen where, where uh, the 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 Israelites um, lived, uh, the Israelite slaves at that point in time, they had supernatural light. Yes. <laughs> so, so their light was—I mean, they had supernatural light. God lighted light, lighted their world for them, and yet Egypt, the whole of Egypt, was in this. Extreme Darkly. supernatural darkness they even if right. you lit a candle or a lamp it didn't it didn 't light anything because it was a supernatural darkness and wow. uh, it, it's like and I thought to myself that 's exactly the darker the systems of this world get whether it 's political economic business uh, you know educational system we shine this is when we shine brighter than any at any time but we've got to shine and that to shine it's not our light it's a reflection of his light
1: right 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 and that and I guess that's the thing um, I was watching the moon the other night it was just a I mean it was just a sliver of a moon I mean just barely even there yeah. And uh, there was hardly any light around and I couldn't see around the backyard very well. And I, and I thought, you know, that's exactly what it's like when, when the earth gets in between us and the sun. And uh, uh, we have no ability to reflect that light because of all the cares of the world, because of all this and that and the other thing. And, and we just get so earthly focused that we forget to focus on the sun and forget to focus on our light. Yes. And because uh, if you if you really focus on our light, all the things of earth shall grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace, you know, as the old hymn says. Yes. And um, I guess just even in the natural, you look at the way the, the earth and the sun and the moon and all that stuff works. And, and uh, because the stars, even though they have their own glory, there's not that much light that comes from them. You know, they're so far away yeah. but it's basically the ma- moon that was made to rule the night yes and um i just i, I keep thinking about how dark some of these uh, we've we've all felt at different times and we were made we were sent to the kingdom for such a time as this we were sent to the kingdom not to do it the old way that we've seen it or know how to do it or anything else but to simply reflect His glory, they who are the sons of God are led by the Spirit of God, not by what we've known before or what we've done before. Right. Uh, just because, just because I grew up in a certain system, and I know that I know I went to um, a cemetery, seminary and all that sort of stuff, you know, doesn't mean that that's the way we're supposed to do it all the time. Yeah. So um, just like what you do right now, you know, as far as just imparting to the men or the people of God around you. Um, I guess that's the thing. Somebody asked me the other day, well, what do you do now? What's your ministry? What what is your whatever? And I said, well, honestly, I'm just supposed to connect with the bones that are next to me and help that bone grow. Uh, Marrow and light. Marrow is only even once again, you look at the natural in a bone or in a, in a system in a body, the marrow um, only grows toward the joints. The bone itself only grows at the ends toward other bones. It only grows at the joint. Yes. And it says in Philippians, the body's on, or uh, Colossians, the body's only as strong as that which every joint supplieth. I don't supply anything in and of myself as a bone. The only way I can supply to anything is if I join with you, who's another bone. And because we're strengthened and compacted by that which every joint supplieth, Therefore, now I can minister as he yes. says, yes. but I'm the only way I can do that is to connect to you and to get that life marrow from you as well. And then begin to, uh, that marrow is shared. It's almost like the marrow is shared back and forth somehow. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Uh, but I just know that I grow toward the joint. I grow toward you. I grow toward every time we get together. There's there's a growth process. There's something that happens in us. Yeah. So, uh, well, at least on my side, I I, I have to grow. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's your responsibility. Yeah. But
0: again, I, I mean, I'm looking at that that uh, scripture you're mentioning now uh, in Ephesians chapter four and verse fifteen and sixteen, and he says, "But speaking the truth in love in all things, both our speech and our lives." expressing his truth let us grow up in all things into him following his example who is the head Christ right from him the whole body the church in all its various parts joined and knitted and firm and knitted firmly together by what every joint supplies right. when each part is working properly causes the body to grow and mature building itself up in unselfish right love. But I think that's where the, the one has to precede the other is that the maturity um, of the of the body comes when we grow up in all things into him, following right, his example. Right, right. He is the life and he's the head. Christ is the head right. of, of us. And then from him the whole body, the church in all its parts, joined, knitted firmly together by what every joint supplies not, right. Not the, not the head. The head is is setting is is the life that flows into every joint. But then the joint has to supply what what it has, which causes it to join and be knitted together firmly together, and each part is working properly, causing the body to grow and to mature, building itself up in unselfish love. Don't you think is like, Steve? Is that? Um. How did I want to put this now? Is that, isn't this the problem that we have? Is that each part is not working properly, not reflecting properly because, because the, each part still thinks they need, they, they, there's another part that's bigger than their part that has to sort of make, I don't know, it's like, it's like the toe bone thinks it has to still be connected to the head bone to actually do anything within the foot bone you know
1: oh yeah directly yeah of course we do need that direct direct connection with the head but, yeah, but i'm saying
0: we, we I, i'm not talking about christ's head like we we think we need another uh, another bone you know it's sort of in between anyway what i'm saying is we're always deferring to another man you yes. know before yes. we 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 think we can actually provide the life the growth what what is needed to join and, and knit firmly together we, right. we don't we don't supply because we don't we're not getting our supply from him we're trying to get it from a man
1: right right yeah and, and the connection together the bone the bone to bone as as it says in ezekiel you know they they were all dried up it says later in ezekiel 30 something or other anyway it says you know, why is it that we're all cut off from all of our parts? Why is it we're all dried? And, you know, because we've been cut off from all of our parts. And um, the, then he said, Now I want you to speak to these bones. And they came together, each bone to each his bone. And then he put sinew upon it. And then he put skin upon it. Then flesh upon it. The interesting thing is, the sinew is what holds the bones together to make a joint. Yes. So the very first thing he did when the bones begin to come together is put that sinew there to hold those bones in place to where they begin to function already. And he hadn't even breathed life into them yet. Yes. There was no breath of life. They just began to, they were connected together. And that's uh, when the guy asked me, you know, what do you do now? I said, well, I find out the bones that are connected to me right now. And I do just as Christ has done to me. And and as he does everywhere he goes, I was sent that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. So my whole purpose is to be around so you can live. Yes. So it's not it's not a matter of trying to minister or trying to give a a seven point series of anything. It's a matter of finding out what you need for life and helping you find life. And, And it's not even a thinking process. It's just a matter of who we do, uh, who we are and what we do. Um, you know, I used to think that every joint supply was something that was taken out of the marijuana days that I used to work in. You know, that, um, yeah. yeah, not quite. Eh? Yeah. Hey, Wow, man. You know, every wow. joint supply. <laughs> now we're maturing. Yes. Yeah, so let's pass it around, dude. So, but it's not that, you know, it's... <coughs> The the interesting thing is, and I guess that's why uh, when we first initially started talking about this, I'm not opposed to uh, teaching uh, just me out there on a on a podcast, you know, because that's still effective. That's still, but for some reason, there's a different type of life when two bones or three bones or whatever get together and start to discuss things like this. Yes, and you begin to, for some reason other, they call it striking and igniting. They call it. Um, you know, light my fire. They, You know, there's so many different things that what happens whenever two people or more get together, you know, something happens when you begin to talk about something. Well, to be able to record something like that and have it life-giving spirit rather than just something that I've given you a piece of my mind Yes, is a whole different – they're getting – people are getting to tune in or listen to – something that's live more lively it's the it's the actual marrow in life that's flowing between two bones that's yeah. causing us to grow that's right exactly so it's not just it's not just a static thing that here i am my bone you know i'm just uh, kind of wandering around here and and giving you what this bone knows it's it's those two <laughs> it's it's the <this laughs> joint now that's supplying <laughs> So that's funny, man. <laughs> I just got this. <laughs> I got this picture of this
0: little bone wandering <laughs> wandering. <around.
1: laughs> just kind of rolling around because it can't really function by itself.
0: Can't function properly, and it's like, "Yeah, listen to me."
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, the little toe bone. i
0: also a bone. Oh yeah. boy, <clears throat> yeah, that is. <laughs> Sorry, just yeah. Me. My my the my visual piggy. my visual mind.
1: <laughs> yeah, the little piggy bone. Yeah, just went um, with me all the way home. Yeah,
0: I th- I think two two things that I I just like to mention and and just keep everybody focused on two things here. One is that uh, building the church is you and me, uh, usans, weans. Um, you know, is like. We we are the church. So when we're building the building of God, we're talking about building people, not building building right, or building right, right. institutions, or organizations. Uh, you know, there, there's an order to that as well. But the order starts with um, God has made us holy, sanctified us holy, spirit, soul, and body. So uh, and we are temples of the Holy Ghost. So the first place we we've got to be. Change our thinking to recognize this, that the building God builds, the building that Jesus is building, first and foremost, the one that he He bled and died for is you and me, the people, you, you know, us and um, not the building down the road. So when we're saying we're going to church, uh, we, we actually like, it's mis- a, a total misnomer, really, because... You can't be going to church. What we're doing is we're going to get together as the family of God, as citizens of the kingdom, to have commun- community together. Um, and, and I suppose in the sense that is going to church, but it's not, it's like, you know, we think of going to church as going to a meeting and going to a building and that's not it. But on the other side of the coin is there is the order of God in in how this community it, it actually functions because God is a God of order. The word is Texas, right. A-X-I-S. And it means it's nearly like, um, uh, That's where I live. Sorry? That's where I
1: live. Where?
0: <laughs> yes, that's where you live. <laughs> um, But yeah, but this is not not taxi or Texas. This is taxes. (laughs) (laughs) And this is not like IRS taxes. This is God's order. And it means, it actually means that God has got a a way of doing things. That's righteousness, is there's a way of things happening. There's, right. there's this like pr- procedure to it. And right. it's it's like the order of first things. It's a first right. apostle, secondary prophets, thirdly teachers, etc. It's not right. because one is greater than the other. It's because there is a priority of how God has set the order of what needs to happen. Right.
1: right. So, and, and the, We, we was, always try to do it backwards. We We come in... And like the, the order of that, um, you know, where it says first apostles, second to the prophets, thirdly teachers, after that, um, you know, gifts of healing, the helps, governments, blah, blah, blah. We start, we start trying to establish governments first. Yes. And then we put the helps with the governments. And then we hope for miracles. And then we hope for gifts of healings and whatever else. And then by then we, we try to think somehow or other, we've worked the teachers and the uh, prophets and the apostles into all this. And actually we've made them the governments, but it's not, it's not, that's not the order. Yeah. And uh, like you said uh, the other day, in, in one of your other podcasts that the, that the apostolic order is not, is not the order of, of hierarchy. It's the order of he's going to do something in your life. He's going to set somebody in your life to to set things in order, what you're wanting, lacking, and coming behind. It's more like a an architect that has that has the blueprint of God and is able to help stamp out that image and likeness into your life. And then then the prophet, <laughs> the prophet comes in, roots out, plucks up, tears down and destroys. All those old foundations, all those things that are in that are not valuable anymore in the building of whatever it is you're trying to build, and then begins to to uh, take out the all the roots and everything else and the old stones, and then relays the foundation in your life and then the teachers come along and then begin to build the, on that new foundation or whatever. In fact, a lot of times the teaching that we've had in the past, once you get that foundation reset and laid properly all of a sudden everything is built together because that teaching comes back. Everything that he has taught you is brought to your remembrance. And now the building is built quickly again. Yes. Once again, like he told me, I, he says, son, if you would stop doing my job, you keep trying to build the church. That's not, I never told you to do that. I never told anybody to do that. That's my job. I will build my church. And, uh, the problem is you keep trying to build the church. He said, I, I don't mind if you build the temple, you know, the tabernacle, yes. you know, who, whose temple you are, you yes. know, I don't mind, you know, because that's what you're. That's st- our responsibility, yes. Right. Yeah. But to build the church, that's my job. So yes. stop trying to do that. You just build, you just build on the bones that I've set next to you or around you or whatever else. And then everything else is going to come. I'm going to make sure that all that's built. I, I will build my church. Don't worry about it. Don't don't worry about the governments. Don't worry about the helps. Don't worry about all that sort of stuff. I'm going to put things in order yeah. that has I see fit, and I will build my church. Yes. But stop trying to do that. You you yeah. keep trying to build this organizational structure of this club, and it's not going to work um, anymore. So. Stop trying to do it.
0: Well, that's the thing, and you know the the um, who was it? Uh, Einstein said the 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 definition of insanity is doing the same things over and over again and hoping for different results. And so there is there is a practicality to to our leadership and to to actually being responsible within the context of the body of Christ. Is is that we have we have to have a practical sense of responsibility on on how we function within the order of God. I mean, right. we, we just, we, we can't be doing whatever we feel like. And just because everybody else has done it, you know, is it, you right. know, we, this is the, I, I think this is our biggest problem. I think what we've done is the focus um, has, has been, well, you know, we learned it from this one and we learned it from this one. And, and so now we've got this blueprint that, that is actually not, not the kingdom of God, Blueprint, and we we just reproducing this, and so we get so now we get unhappy within the context of 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 our local church or whatever the stories we don't like, and we split off, start another one at another storefront down the road,
1: right? But and it looks exactly like what we just exactly came out of because we don't know how to thing. do it. Yes, yeah.
0: we're doing exactly the same thing, and we we're not happy with the last one, but now we're doing exactly the same thing, so we are reenacting. And and not reflecting, we we are just in fact reflecting. Um, I don't know know the word for that, but you know, is the re part is is actually the important part. Is we need to get back to where we turn to him and reflect who he is. So whether we building building the building of God as the temple, and 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 Paul talks about that in one Corinthians chapter three, or there is a building. Now this this is the other scripture that I was thinking of, Steve, is in Ephesians chapter. 2, verse 2021 21 and 22, he says, um, we are built, um, uh, let me just back up there a little bit, and he goes, um, so now we are fellow citizens with the saints and with the household of God and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. And again, I mean, that is just a loaded statement right there, isn't it? I mean, we right. can... We can get into that, like, and I think we should. We should get into that sometime. But then Ephesians two twenty one says, "In whom, that's in Christ, the chief cornerstone, are all, um, in whom all the building, fitly framed together, groweth unto a holy temple in the Lord." Right. So, so as we, as we are fitted, and we. We uh, are framed together, we grow into a, a holy temple in the Lord. So not only is, are we being built up as the temple of God, but we as the, as the community collective, yeah. are, collectively are growing into a holy temple in the Lord. And then the last verse of, uh, verse 22, "In whom in the Lord you also are builded together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. And that word there, build it together, um, is sun okadameo, which means um, that sun, like sun okadameo, um, to construct that is passively to compose in building with others, figuratively to build together. Right. And so God connects, builds this whole thing together, but it's got to be done with the order of God. And I think we, we, We've lost the focus in the sense that we're not building the people, which right. is what you and I, I mean, that's been our focus the whole time, is let's prioritize building people first. And then the, then let's begin to see the order of God coming in as, right. as the apostles, the, the apostolic gift comes in and then the various gifts. But like you say, you know, I think guys run out and they just want to be workers of miracles right. and, and have gifts of healings. That's it. You know, That and I was, hey, I was that dude. I did that, man. It's just like, you know, that's all I knew. All I knew was get out there, work miracles and have gifts. Is the dinner bell of the gospel and everybody's going to come. Guess what? They didn't. <laughs> right. I mean, we had supernatural miracles, but it just, I was, I was too young, man. I just didn't understand. But then I went, planted again, built a whole ministry, a whole church, you know, Ministry, rather. I built a right. whole ministry around that. And, well, you built and, your church. I mean, it was your church. Yes, I mean, it was my it was my church, and and right. and I and that's the thing is, I worked myself to death. I, I stressed out. I burnt out. I worked eighteen hours a day to to build this thing. I and I right. was running around, and I was being the, the work of miracles and the, right. and having gifts of healings. Yeah, that's it for everybody. And 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 then of course, and going down a little bit and being a help others. <laughs>
2: right, right.
0: I, I was helping others all the time. I was serving everything that I could. Counseling until three o'clock in the morning. Marriages. Uh, working with people. I had to lead everybody to the Lord. You know, I had to do the right. and coffees. I had to do all the teaching. I was I was yeah. burnt out, and I was. I was yeah,
1: mad. I was the man of power for the hour. I mean, oh I, man! And I remember. Connie told me one time, she said, I feel like the other woman.
0: <laughs> you shame. And yo, I yo. said,
1: what What do you mean you feel like the other woman? She said, I feel like you're married to the church, and I'm just secondary. I, I'm kind of second place. I said, well, you know, Christ always comes first. She said, no, that's not it. It's not Christ. It's it's this work. It's this ministry. Yeah. It's this whatever. And that's this this thing, this bride, this whatever – is is actually your wife, and I'm not it. Yeah. I, I'm, you know, I and I, I began to that really began to change a lot of things in me because I saw. It, it's interesting. Uh, you, you were talking about the way of God. You know, learning His ways, um, because it says that God is a God of order. I mean, He even speaks things in the Scripture in a certain order, or a certain way, on yes. purpose. Yes. I mean, it wasn't just by accident yes. that He. So random. He, yeah. Yeah. And, and it says of Christ that he was the way, then the truth, then the life. Yes. And it, it does it in that order. If if I don't know the way of God or the ways of God, if I don't, I will never really come into the truth of what's behind it. Yeah. You know, the very, yeah. the very essence of why he even spoke it in the beginning. And I'll never know the life of it. But to know the way of God... um know his to know his ways and that's what david kept saying over and over again lord i want to know your truth but i want to know your ways you know, show me your ways oh lord and uh, uh as you look at that as christ becoming the way at depart lord didn't we do all this in your name didn't we heal the sick didn't we raise the dead didn't we cast that didn't we do all this in your name uh yeah you did but depart from me you workers of iniquity because you did not know me you did not know my ways. You. You you knew you knew all this stuff and you, you did all this stuff, but you, you really didn't do it my way. You didn't do it you didn't do it a reflection of me. You didn't there was a way there's a way that seems right unto a man, but the end thereof is death. And for some reason, like you said, we just keep reproducing the same old things over and over again without without starting that newness of life. Remember not the former things nor even consider the things of old. Behold, I do a new thing. If, we're, if he's doing a new thing, that means I don't know how to do this. Mm. I don't, I've never seen this before. So, how would I know how to do it unless I'm waiting, not waiting, hanging out? You know, kind of a. Um, they, who mount, they who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles, so he shall run and not be weary and walk and not faint. The word wait there doesn't mean just to hang out and to, uh, wait I mean, for something else to happen. Yeah. yeah, it's not a passive weight. It, it literally means to bind cords together, to make a rope that is strong enough to hold an anchor that will hold a ship fast in a Harbor. That's, that's literally the word picture in Hebrew that it means. So if I weave my life, so it becomes so intertwined with the Lord that it will hold anything that happens in my life fast in that harbor. Then I will mount up with wings as eagles. Then I will walk and not be weary. I should run and not or, uh, run and not be weary, walk and not faint. Uh, but it's interesting because we shall, If if my life is so interwoven with God or intermingled with him, I will mount up with wings as eagles, which means I fly above the storm. I don't fly in the middle of the storm. Uh, an eagle doesn't, You know, doesn't just fly around in the storm. You know, with all the winds just throwing it here and there, it gets up above the clouds. It gets up above the storm that's going on.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. So uh, I'll mount up with the wings of eagles. It doesn't mean the storms don't come. It just means it doesn't affect me anymore. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I mean
0: that. That's that is. The progression of our maturity, you know, we've we've got to we've got to walk this thing out and and learn the order of God, walk in the order of God. You, you know, is that if we and I think I mentioned this one time before, but if we if we're out of order within ourselves, if we're going soul, soul, spirit, body, we're out of order. If we're going body, right. soul, spirit, we're out of order. It's spirit, soul, and body. That's the order of God. That's how God works with us. He he deals with our spirit first, then our soul, then our body. And so if you if you if you try and do it any other way, it's wrong. Lucifer did it the, the he reversed the order. He was out of order. And both Eve and and Adam both accepted his reversed order. And yet when God comes, he addresses it in the right order again. So right. where are you, Adam? You know, it's like he's addressing that spirit right. that had now broken off from, in, in, from fellowship with with, with him out, out of his presence, lost its dominion. And now he goes, you know, what are you doing? And And, and of course, he addresses each one. He goes from Adam to Eve and then to Lucifer. Um where we we try and deal and this is the crazy stuff today, even, you know, people who care more about animals than they do about people. It's just (laughs) It's it's like the whole order is reversed and we've got to get back to, we've got to, and that's what the kingdom of God is about. The kingdom is not a religion. It's not an organization. It's the, and it's definitely not a religion. The kingdom of God is, is the government of God. It's, it's a government. It's a king. It's a monarchy. It's a king and his nation. Right. His nation is not, is the subjects of his nation are kings, not servants not right. slaves uh, not not just puny subjects. we kings and lords in within the context of his kingdom and his kingdom if we want to live his kingdom it's not a bunch of meetings that's no. you know that's the thing i'm trying to get across is that kingdom and leadership are two concepts that that we we are, have total mis- uh, what's the word? Misfunctionality. If there's a word like that in it, we we just there is now. <laughs> we just haven't got the the right mindset in the thing, and and we need to refocus on what it is. When when Jesus builds His kingdom and builds His church, He's using kingdom citizens under a new government with a new order. <laughs> right. That, that's and we need to understand that if we're wrong, we're not going to see the life. We're not going to be built together for a habitation of God through the Spirit. Then, right? That, you know, I'm getting excited now. But yeah. oh, that's fine. Go ahead, <laughs> preach it. <Yeah. clears throat> so, <laughs> because I mean, the end. The end result, Steve, is we we want to see um, in Christ a a a habitation built together. Right. Through the spirit that 's what we want to see. we want to see something we want to see this this connectivity in the spirit of of your bone to my bone of a building of God all being put together that stands out, reflects the glory. The presence reflects right. the, the and brings the, the, the government of God into the earth, into this culture. And is able to system.
1: rule the night finally.
0: Yes, and begin to rule and have dominion like we were supposed to from the Garden right. of Eden. Jesus right. has restored us back to something, and it's right. not, it's not back to going to church. No. You know, in a in a meeting with a building. Now, I'm not saying those things are not important, but we've emphasized that as everything. Come to right. church, come to church, not, not right. go and make disciples, go and influence the, 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 the you know, whatever, because right. we are grown up and, and moving in the life of God. I, I don't know. I know
1: uh, I've said this before uh, several times, as a matter of fact, but like you were mentioning over there in Ephesians, the reason for the... Apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher was sent to equip the saints to do the work of the ministry, till we all come, till we all come, <laughs> yes, till the fullness and stature of Christ, uh, which is also interpreted the Messiah. Now, if we realize that my whole job as an apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, whatever it is, I am any any type of leader, or if I presume myself to be e- even a leader of one person, my whole purpose in life is to bring you into the fullness and stature of the Messiah for crying out loud. yes. it's not, it's not just to teach you a bunch of principles. It's not just to, to show you, I don't know, but like you said, to get, I'm going to, I'm going to get you born again. And now I'm going to send you to a church somewhere. I mean, that doesn't, I'm going to live my life with you till you come to the fullness and stature of the Messiah. Now if we just spent the time just to do that with even three people in our lives. Could you imagine the impact that would have on this earth? I have not seen anybody that I really know of would spend the time till somebody around them would come to the fullness and stature of the Messiah. Yes. That's, that's, as a servant or as a person who would lay down my life so you can live just as Christ did that, that's my job, whether it be an apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, whatever it is, it's, I'm going to use that tool that I, that I am to bring you into the fullness and stature of the Messiah because yes. it, it's Christ in you, the hope of glory. It's that it's the Messiah in you. I'm going to show you who the Messiah is in you. I'm going to, I'm going to bring you into the fullness of understanding that you walk on this earth as he is. So are you in this world? That's my job is to bring you into that understanding, into the fullness and stature, the fullness and stature of the Messiah. I mean, the stature of the Messiah right Um, here on earth. Am I? Yeah, that's huge, man. (laughs) Yeah. That is huge. Yeah. And it makes me, it makes me. Not, not disappointed, but it makes me, because uh, I realize that, that we're all in a process. Mm. So, but it makes me wonder what I did all those years because, um, you know, I, I just, you know, I had my, my church, several of them, and, uh, you know, try, did the best I knew how. It's not an excuse, but, you know, I healed the sick, raised the dead, you know, the, the blind saw, the lame walked, you know, all that sort of stuff. And I thought I was doing a great job. And uh, that's when the Lord told me, he says, you've misrepresented me. You've built your own and not mine. Now I'm going to teach you how to build for me. It, it shook me down to my very core because I thought I was doing fine. And when he began to show me that this is your job to bring this person right here, this bone that's attached to you or that's coming alongside you, to bring them into the fullness and stature, the stature of the Messiah, yeah. The character, the nature, the uh, that's that's what I've been chosen to do. That's what, for some reason, that's why I've been given to the body of Christ as a gift to do that. And if you realize that as a gift, made a gift of a doma, you know, apostle prophet, evangelist, pastor teacher, if you realize that that's the whole, they were they were given to the body to do just that, to bring them into the fullness and stature of the Messiah, not them necessarily collectively, uh, although that's part of it too, but each one as an individual bring them into the fullness and stature of the Messiah. Yeah. So it's a, that's a, it's a greater calling than I, than what we've ever really even touched on or even experienced yet, because I really doubt if anybody I've had some guys in my life that have done that to some degree or another but they always had their ministries. They always were, you know, doing whatever, and and I don't fault them for that. It's just to realize now that this is the season we're in. This is the time we're in because he's coming back for a church or a bride without spot or wrinkle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if that's the case, we're we're in a time frame right now where well, let's get let's get busy. Let's let's start working just with the even the bones that are next to us. Yes, and bring them into the fullness and stature of the Messiah. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't have to look for a greater venue or a bigger thing. Let me just, let me do what it is that I've been given here as he's called the bones together. And he said, bones come together and they begin to be fitly joined. And then he put the sinew upon them, and then he put the skin upon or the flesh upon them, And then he put the skin upon them, and then finally stood there and breathed upon them, And they became a mighty army. Okay. And that's, that's what I want to see again, because at some point in time, they were a mighty army before and somehow they got destroyed. And it says we are cut off from all of our parts, we've been scattered, we've been separated from every, everything. And it says, I will cause you now to come forth from your graves, O oh my people. And I will show you once again, that I'm the one who caused you to live. Yeah, exactly right. So amen.
0: Well, you know, the, uh, just to, to end off this, um, this episode, cause we like way over time already, but, um, in, uh, but there's no time to this. We just we just go. Um, in verse 13 of that, what you've just been talking about is until, he says in the Amplified, until we all reach. So he he did this to fully equip and perfect the saints for works of service to build up the body of Christ, which is the church, until we all reach oneness in the faith and the knowledge, and in the knowledge of the Son of God, growing spiritually to become a mature believer reaching to the measure of the fullness of Christ, manifesting his spiritual completeness and exercising our spiritual gifts in unity. So we need to be get to the place. So growing up until we reach the measure of the fullness of the Messiah, manifesting his spiritual completeness or his right, spiritual right. Develop, his spiritual maturity, his spiritual maturity. I mean, right. He is the Son of God. We need to be sons that reflect the same way, and we right. need to be growing people up into that. It's not to make members of churches no. or, or, you know, pawns in our ministry that you know we can get more people to serve us so that we can do more. Is that we need to begin to focus on um, equipping the saints that so that they can each one, every single one of us reach oneness in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God, becoming mature, reaching to the measure of the fullness of Christ, manifesting His spiritual completeness, and exercising their spiritual gifts in unity. So the synergy happening within the body, nobody's comparing with somebody else. Nobody's trying to outdo anybody else. Nobody's trying to, you know, shine more than others. You know, it's just like, Everybody synergistically working. And that's the beauty, Steve, that, you know, just to end this off, is to say that's what I enjoy about spending time with you. You know, over the years, it's never been, you know, there's always an uh, there's allowance with, we, we just bring to each other. What we need, you know, is I I don't, I don't feel threatened by you. I don't need to, you know, it's because you've, you've never tried to compete with me and I don't try and compete with you. We just synergistically constantly, we, what we doing here is what we've been doing for years. Right, right. And I think that's what people need to understand is that, you know, you've, you and I have never tried to compete for, for any kind of platform who's got more revelation or who's got more understand? We're always igniting one another to, to understand what right. we
1: understand, you know, and bring to each other so we're building each other up constantly. Right. Yeah. And if we don't, I guess that's the thing, once again, how in the world are we going to help somebody else rule the night unless we can show them how to reflect the glory of their father? If we can show them how to reflect Christ or we can just show them how uh, to bring them into the fullness of the stature of Christ, because it's Christ in you, the hope of glory. If we get to that point where we, we can bring them into that, they will definitely rule the night no matter where they go. Yes, exactly right. And that's, I guess, going back to that. Yes, we are lights of the world, but let's rule the night. Let's let's rule this thing. And the only way we can do that, it, uh, night comes when no man can work. We can't work this thing. The only thing we can do is reflect. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly. Uh, so somehow to be able to bring that into the, bring people into the fullness and stature of the Messiah, and bring them into that place once again to where where they can actually rule the night and the darkness around them that's i that's my goal that's something he's placed in me yeah me too that i want to see happen to yeah. people
0: absolutely absolutely uh, you know is is to see to see People grow up into maturity. I mean, that right. like an absolute passion for me is I'd rather. In fact, um, oh, yeah, I don't even want to go there because I'll start a whole <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, another hour. Yeah, we'll we'll get kicked off. But but yeah, that's my absolute passion because I think if we if we can see it is what you were saying earlier. If we, if we can just, uh, in fact, I, I saw it many years ago. I, I saw somebody did like a a calculation and they said if if every Christian if every believer in the world just won and discipled one over the next year and we and we kept doing that just duplicating it like that is that we would we would win the world in something like 30 years or 20 years or something like that and and he said in 2000 years we've not been able to do it because um is we there's not been that focus. You you can see the loss of that that focus over the years, where it became the institutionalized building rather than and the organization rather than the focus on building the people, building the 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 the, the, the real the real temple of God.
1: Right. And, and once again, we're we're circling around back to that too. Even even spiritually, you notice that a lot of teaching is going on. Who are you? Yes, Christ. And it's not a matter of you. It's a matter of who is Christ in you. Yeah. And that's what it is. It's not who are you, what's your gifts, what's your anointings, what's your whatever. I mean, once again, now we're, we're, we're trying to, we're building up something that's not going to last. Yeah. So uh, I'm building up you and your ministry. I'm getting you ministry mindset. What about if I, what if, I show you Christ. What if I give you Christ and now you're so involved, it says to be found in him, not, not to be found in yourself. I'm not found in my gifts and anointings or ministry. I'm found in him, right. to be Found in him. That's the, that's the important part. And, um, I, um, anyway, I'm sorry. I keep dragging it on. And, you know, oh, man. But it's going to close.
0: It's powerful. It's powerful. It's powerful. This is like time sitting around a fire, you know, and just talking and, and sharing hearts and, and just allowing the Spirit right. of God to to infuse these things into our spirit as, as right. we sit and talk and talk and talk. And that's what I just want to say. You know, hey, kingdom leaders, uh, listening, is that this is what it's about? That's why I'm not putting any time limit on this. I mean, we try and not go on forever, but but it's just is this is how Steve and I would talk. We would get on the phone and talk, and 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 if we, him and I were sitting around a fire, this is how we would be sharing with each other. And if anybody was with us, this is how you would be part of that. And so that's why we wanted to make you part of this broadcast and this every Friday. Building his church with Sean and Steve is just to be in on the conversation. We'd love to hear from you. Hey, um, on on Anchor FM for KLE, you can actually now leave a message, an audio uh, an audio message um, for us. On there's a link I think in there somewhere. Um, you can leave a message for us. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your comments, uh, you know, just questions. Or or if you're being impacted by something, you know, it's, um, Steve heard from somebody the other day that they just said, wow, I, you know, I, you got something out of it. I received an email from somebody and said, wow, um, you know, this don't, don't stop because I'm getting something really it's it's teaching me a lot so we'd love to hear from you it encourages us that uh, we know i mean hey steve and i we're just going to talk anyway and we just put it on air so
1: so i thought it was uh, just my mom that was listening so i mean (laughs) it's nice to hear from anybody yeah i'm begging my wife to listen now i'm joking joking.
0: (laughs) (laughs) so excuse me um so but yeah you know please you have the facility let us know what's happening um with you. Uh, this is the most popular episode on the on the broadcast, uh, on the podcast, um, is the Friday sessions. We have a, a great number of listeners and they're growing every week and, we, and I'm very grateful for the opportunity to be able to be part of your life and you just being part of us. And so thank you for listening. We appreciate you hopping on, um, being part of this conversation and we trust, Steve and I really believe and trust that. That what we share will ignite something in you. We joke around and and um, and uh, <laughs> we uh, we touch on things, but but the whole point is is that we want to see you become the light that Jesus has called you to be. And we don't want to sound like a Sunday school, but that's really what it is: <laughs> is that you can really really shine for Him in the darkness today, in where you are. Being this is about becoming the kingdom leader that God's called you to be. And so thank you for listening again. Thank you, Steve, for being with us. And, um, and I really appreciate your time and your input and, and your friendship and your love always. Um, Oh, and I'd like to say this is that, uh, you know, we, you think this is where it ends. Steve and I calling each other every day, just about. So we talk, we always talking and, um, <laughs> and having good fellowship and sharing the word with each other. So, um, Hey, Hey, love and leave you please pop over to uh kingdomleadershipequipping.com is the the website for KLE and um, on the blog uh, yeah I don't always get to the blog but I I'm, I I like to try to work at it and but there you can you can get my devotionals I've written two devotionals um, that Will really help you. It's like self-coaching through the Word of God, hearing God, and and uh, and just going on a journey. It would really, if you know, purchase one of those. Purchase for a friend. It really helps me um, just to pay for the, the the podcasting and all the rest of it that I'm doing.
1: All We're right, so collaborating on one here too shortly.
0: Yeah, we are going to be doing one. I'm I'm busy. Um, well, yeah, I, I am busy putting it together. I am busy in between everything. I'm busy putting it together. So we should be able to have it up and on the website as well. So that'll be thoughts from Steve and, um, and with a bit of coaching from Sean. All right. So um, love and leave you. Have a super, super, super God-glory-filled, Holy Ghost-moving weekend. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. We love and appreciate you. Steve, thanks so much, buddy. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye then.